0: Welcome everyone to episode 71 of the Circle Back podcast, the show where three great friends get together and just talk about video games. I'm Dan LaMarca, As always, I'm joined by Dan Dufrenoy.
1: Dan, how you doing today, buddy?
0: Dan, I'm doing great. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I'm missing our buddy Shelby because I miss he's out Shelby today. Too. Shelby had some, a prior engagement, so um, he's missing this week. So this is gonna be a little intimate, you know, little uh, little chat between me and Dan. Did but we dance? have a lot of games and a lot of big games to talk about and shelby so. i
1: feel your spirit in here i feel him too i smell it too he always smells so good he smells amazing <laughs> it's that axe body wash or, or Axe body spray so i smell you too shelby uh,
0: yeah that's a throwback to 15 years ago <laughs> um <clears throat> all love right you, then love you, shelby so we're gonna kick off this episode like you know i love to
1: what you been playing
0: what have you been playing buddy all right so i'm just gonna do two off games off the bat okay um because we
1: have a lot of new games to talk about so i'm just gonna do a little housekeeping okay um so one i just want to say um fire emblem yes i know it's taken a long time for me to get through it it's just it's a game i play with my sister so you know we don't we're both busy working in school so we don't get to play that much but we just got to the time skip uh oh you did nice 35 hours in Mm -hmm. we got to the time skip um we're in the Blue Lions house. 35
0: hours to get to the time skip. 35 hours to get the time skip oh, for wow. Blue Lions. Now,
1: so I have a question for you. Yeah. When you played it, did you, like, I feel like you got through the game fairly quickly. And I feel mm-hmm. like for for me and my sister, the game's. And I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like we're just taking full advantage of everything possible. We're instructing manually, we're doing all the mini battles and stuff like that. Um, so maybe, like, it, it could have gotten quicker. Maybe I could have gotten to the time skip sooner. But, you know we really kind of i
0: think my guess would be that i do the battles quicker Mm. that would be my guess because i think a lot of that game especially in the once you get through the beginning and then before the end that whole middle two-thirds is like pretty easy so i often like Put my guys into danger just so that people can come and attack them, and then they'll die on the counterattack. Like right. you know what I mean. So I, I'm pretty quick gotcha. on the on the tactics. So maybe it's just like the learning it. curve. That's what I'm assuming it is because I I really did do everything. I instructed manually. I yeah. did all the side stuff. Um, you know, on, on your days off when you're walking around, I around the castle exactly so
1: but yeah so uh, you know i'm enjoying it so at, what are you thinking yeah in the time skip um you know i feel like game of the year will spoil something game of the Year,
0: we're going to talk a lot about this game i know that because we weren't really able to talk about any <clears throat> really deep, yeah. real
1: details so you know i still have a few questions and maybe it's something that would be better left for you yeah. know just because i know you did a different route so you know the way that my route's going it portrays other houses in a negative light mm-hmm. and i remember when we were talking when we started um remember you saying you know the blue lines were portrayed in a negative light so Mm -hmm. you know i'm curious depending on what house who's portrayed as the villains or the you know what i mean so it's all about yeah you know well dan how
0: about this i'm going to give it i'm going to give you a nice uh vagary philosophy okay do you want to maintain the status quo or do you want to break down the infrastructure break down the infrastructure that's uh what i'm all about that's my mo I don't know if the blue lines are all about that. That's all that's all I'm gonna say. I
1: gotta say, the blue lines they were going one way and then after the time skip you start to really see like <clears throat> the you know the the real true heart of a lot of the people in the blue lions mm. and it's very uh, it's very scary actually it's a little weird it's like oh my gosh these people seem so squeaky clean and now it's isn't like isn't
0: it so fucking cool to after the time skip to meet everyone again and be like oh man what yeah, have you been through look yeah at, seriously no that's yeah. exactly
1: it i mean and there's always been some jerks in in the blue lions yes. i mean ingrid's a jerk and sylvain's a jerk yeah but um now you start to see some people that you were like oh my gosh like you're one of my favorites and now you oh my man you really turned into something that's like felix did
0: felix did the opposite for me yeah felix turns a little bit i (laughs) didn't like him when when they were younger i was like this guy's kind of like got to stick up his butt oh yeah and now he's like really cool and wants like vengeance he's seen things yeah yeah, for sure
1: so you know it's interesting i know i like games that that do that I've, i've really been enjoying this game you know i'm hoping to finish it by game of the year can't guarantee nothing but of course yeah at the time skip um so that's that and just one more just to get it out Um, Mm i'm still playing dark souls remastered every chance i get i'm up to sen's fortress so i just beat uh so why this? that's a big deal for me is
0: that's where you left when i played dark souls the first time
1: it was quailag ringing the second bell that was that's as far as i got the first time playing it before you know other games now you're a bloodborne veteran I'm a Bloodborne veteran and a psycho veteran. That's so right, like that's now right. Dark Souls is like piece of cake. I'm loving it so <laughs> much. Um
0: you, you get kind of I, I feel like it would be natural that you're enjoying it more. Oh, definitely. And because you're like appreciating how it's different from those games. Yeah. But you can see where a lot of the ideas came from and stuff. For sure.
1: And like the frustration doesn't frustrate me the way mm-hmm. that like it did the mm-hmm. first time. Like the frustration is just like, you've okay, been broken. Yeah. I know how to, I know I got to get better. I know I just got to learn. I got to be patient. But um, mm-hmm. what is cool though, and the one thing that I really, uh, you know, when you're looking at Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. The differences in how you have to approach each game, you know. So when I played Bloodborne, you learn that whole pl- approach, and then you play Sekiro, and I was trying to play Sekiro like Bloodborne, and it's like, no, you got to play it like Sekiro. Mm-hmm. And then going to Dark Souls, I was trying to play it like Sekiro, but and it's like, know, like, no, you got to no, play gotta it play like, like Dark, Dark Souls. Souls yeah. So it's it's awesome. Um, you know, this is one of those games that you know I, I plan to to finish. You yeah. know, if I have like an hour of free time, let me yeah. just try to grind through an area. Mm-hmm. You know do my best you're and, enjoying it though oh my gosh i love it yeah. i love it so much i really do i th- those the, from software games i just i love all of them they're pretty they good could games. all be up at, you know top 10 greatest games yeah, ever i love them that much pretty so good and as well you know i remember when i first started playing dark souls and you gave me the pitch and i was so frustrated and angry at it <laughs> I, I subjected you to something <laughs> really rough but it's awesome so <laughs> so yeah so you know i'm making progress i'm i'm older and wiser and that's right Got a little more patience. Got a little more patience. Yeah. You know, beaten down by life a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. that's it, man. Yeah. So. All right.
0: Cool. So, th- those those are your little cleanups. Those are my um, cleanups. I'll do a cleanup, too, and say I finished Disco Elysium. Oh, okay. Uh, I came out of that game. My thoughts, how I was where, when I talked about it last time. I loved it. I still love it. Okay. Like, I think it is a... I think this game is going to have ramifications in that uh, isometric RPG-like world. Like, games coming... It's going to be like RPGs before Disco Elysium and RPGs after Disco Elysium because they set the new bar for what storytelling in those games is and what choice is and freedom of uh, characterization and the, the, the branching paths... And the way they work mm-hmm. are so brilliant, and they continue to be brilliant. And when you pair that with in a well-written story, that so there's a difference between a like good, like a well-built world, and we'll get into this in a little bit. But there's a difference between a well-built world and good writing. Mm-hmm. And this game has both, like really, really well. You know, and. It's so funny because I, I I've been you know Sekiro came out early in the year. I was like, oh, how is this not? How is this? How is anything going to beat it for game of the year? Right. right. Then Outer Wilds came out, and I fell in love with that game so much. If Outer Wilds, and, and I I don't want to like keep like showing my hand here, but I, I can't help it. Outer Wilds, is, for me is like a all-time like top five like it is that good for me mm-hmm. like it, it struck a certain chord with me and and i was so obsessed with it like disco elysium would be that game where i'm like wow i can't believe this game overtook Sekiro for me you know game I'm of the
1: year would disco elysium be a game of all time the
0: way that outer right so was? that's the difference okay and and i think a major issue that I have with it is I don't like the ending, and we'll talk about it in, in Game of the Year. I'm not okay. going to spoil this now. It just came out a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> it was a very uh, unsatisfying, not not that I wanted resolution per se, like not unsatisfying like I didn't get my resolution, unsatisfying in that it con- it continuously was surprising in the choices it was making and the... The different uh, options it gave you, and then in the end, it didn't do that. Okay. It, like it kind of reverted back to like what a normal RPG would be. So it's
1: like dangling the you know the cookie, the piece of cheese in front of you. And so then- the
0: whole, but that's what it was. The whole game succeeded in that, mm-hmm. and then literally the last half hour. It was, it just kind of like went like down the hill. And no multiple ending, sort of like, well, it, it's not a matter of that, really. I, I can't go into too much. I'm talking very frustratingly vague, I'm sure. But I, I was not pleased with the ending for very specific reasons as to why the entire game satisfied me so much. And then the ending didn't. Okay. And, and again, we'll, we'll dive into that in, in a lot more depth and come game of the year. But, I still love the game. I still, as a whole, I still think this would be an easy game of the year contender if, if a certain game didn't come out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what game is that?
0: <laughs> and again, that's just for me. That's not that's not me saying, hey, the Outer Wilds has to be our game of the year when game of the year comes out. But I, it, it Outer Wilds struck me in a way that very few games in my life have. You know what I mean? So... Trying to compare other great games to it for me personally is it's like, unfair. yeah, it's tough, you know.
1: Would Disco Elysium be a game of all time? The way that so, you
0: didn't, I, I wouldn't know, yeah, it, right. it didn't hit me in that same way Because I'm you, t- you know,
1: just to bring Out of Wilds back in, I, I rewatched our playthrough of that, and man, I got choked up just the same amount of times as I did. Th- special it's special man um, it's very special so i I guess my question was is just if disco elysium had that same sort of punch so you can't um, you can't compare i know know it's it's a different tonally it's completely different like
0: you can't even you know like (laughs) how do you compare like things that are so (laughs) tonally different you know like this punched me emotionally but in different ways you know what i mean Uh, i think it's a fantastic game disco elysium i highly highly recommend to anyone interested in that sort of thing, again, it's like a isometric uh, computer RPG. Um, so if you like that at all, this this is that without a combat system, yeah. which is pretty neat.
1: And from what you showed me, I mean, it looks it looks awesome. It's you fantastic. know, and this yeah. and the writing is great, yeah. and the dialogue and all the you know the permutations yeah. and stuff like that. How long did it take you to? Uh,
0: about thirty it? hours. Okay, yeah, that's nice. That's a yeah. I, I've heard some people say it took them like forty or fifty um again that, that might just be a they sought out every little thing i did a lot of side stuff in that game but maybe i missed a few things i don't know how much does oh, i'm sorry um,
1: no no that was how boom. much does your choices so i because you mentioned the ending and you said how it kind of goes back to the RPG. how much do your choices like so is what you're saying is that all the you know because i remember you showing me there's so many different choices there's so many dialogue options you can just you know you can mm-hmm. be completely nuts you can be mm-hmm. you know super diligent whatever mm-hmm but you get the same ending sort of thing. Like it's just the same sort of, they kind of funnel you into a, well, it, it,
0: there's a, there's a, there's a mystery at the heart of the game. Mm -hmm. It's a, this person was murdered. Who were they murdered by? Right. Okay. You can't stray too far from that because it's a story they're telling. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. like, of course the ending of that main through line will be, will be the same for everybody. How you got there, who is there. That's where the intrigue is. Okay. And it does it very well. I'm not suggesting that like, there's no payoff for all the choices that you made differently. Mm-hmm. I'm literally saying it it turns itself into a different type of game, gotcha in a disappointing way, where all of a sudden it's more of like a by the numbers like this isn't very surprising you know whatever when literally at every turn every decision you make you read your dialogue options and you're like holy shit like i can say that or <laughs> i can't believe someone would pick this you know like that's kind of what this game is yeah and so it was just i don't know I, I wasn't thrilled with the ending but okay Disco Elysium in general i highly highly recommend awesome uh, i think it's 30 or 40 bucks on steam cool really really recommend it if if you're into that sort of thing yeah um i'll i'll mention another basically we have three big games to talk about and those are the outer worlds death stranding and star wars jedi fallen order i'm gonna save those three and we'll decide after but i have two others that i'll talk about okay one is i finally jumped into the dark pictures anthology man and Tell me which is the guys that made Until Dawn? Mm-hmm. Supermassive, I think, is the studio. Yeah, Supermassive. Uh, they made another one of those. I did not finish it yet. Me and Diana were playing it as like a Halloween type. You know, you know, it's a spooky story, and it's the thing that I'll say is I I love Until Dawn. You you listen our last episode where we wanted that on our top ten. Oh, Until Dawn's a yeah. great game because it, it, it's really a great schlocky horror film yeah it's awesome and this game i think so until dawn came out what 2016 or 17 i believe actually 15 15 that long ago i mean let me double check but um it feels exactly the same in the same frustrating aspects of it like like little graphical hitches and Mm -hmm. glitches and stuff like that and it's just but the graphics don't look better. 15. 15. Super, super games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you expect that, like, I see other AAA games. So, I remember when, like, let's say games earlier in the generation when they came out and you're like, man, the graphics in that game. I think of even last year, God of War. Right. And we're saying, man, that game graphically is, is insane. Now I'm playing Death Stranding and Star Wars Jedi, and I'm like, "Wow, these look so much better than those games, mm-hmm. right?" So this game, it feels like it doesn't look good because it it looks exactly like their previous right, game, which was which the came game out four in years ago. Yeah. So it's a little frustrating because a lot of this game is based on that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you're looking at these characters acting and quick whatever, time, sort quick time of stuff. Yeah. When I say it's the same game, it's the same game. It's it's literally like you you're doing the quick time events. You're making choices that affect people living or dying or whatever. Like, and that's not a bad thing. Like I like this game. It's just not hitting as hard because it doesn't feel like they they're doing anything new at all, even down to the literal way that it looks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
1: What about so, how's the like you know the characters and in, in the story? So I, it's been good. It, it's, yeah, like it's spooky. Does it have like a that haunted yes. house sort of feel? Yes, like,
0: it's got the same feel of like a oh this is like a you know cheesy haunted house like scary story yeah. kind of thing. It's just not. I, I don't know. I have again. I haven't seen it all the way through. I think me and Dee have played like two or three hours. Okay, um, but basically, my feelings on it are, hey, it's a fun, another one of those. It doesn't come close to the same heights of when Until Dawn came out. Okay. And I don't know if that's just because you've seen it before now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, already, like if Until Dawn came out today...
0: This happens sometimes where, where you you get a sequel that might be better, but it, it feels like it's worse because it hasn't done enough to separate itself. Yeah, you know that's
1: right? a good point. Well, this is an anthology series too, right? So they're going yes. to release
0: other... So their plan, I think, these are a little bit smaller than Until Dawn. I think they're going to be like six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. And they're going to release like one a year is their plan. Okay. So it's like an anthology. They show you stuff. the trappings of... Like, there's this guy that looks like he's going to be in all the stories. Okay. You know how, like, you would go back to the therapist. Oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. In between. So, the guy from Fargo. Yeah. So, it's a different one. It's a different actor. And okay. it's a different setting. But you go back to him, and it's, like, him in his, like, hallway that has, like, all these different paintings. And you go into one of the paintings, and that's oh, where, okay. that's where was this like, story It's like a Night is. Gallery. Yeah. Okay. It's like Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So, that's their idea. I love it. I think it's awesome. And the game is good. it's got an interesting story going on and and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm just it's a, not it's not like when until dawn came out, I wanted to like tell everyone play this game This right. is awesome and it's like for this one, I'm like, eh, you know if you like this sort of stuff, play it. it'll be fun. Would you tell people to play until like would you say like uh,
1: you know, just stick with until dawn like is it one of those things where I, it's, is w- until dawn a better game i
0: that that's the interesting question is like. I, d- I can't really tell you that because if Until Dawn came out this year, would I be as high on Until Dawn? That's as- the question, Yeah, man. And that's hard. I-, I will say, as of right now, I'm only two or three hours in, I prefer the Until Dawn story and characters, personally. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing in this, and it may pay off in the end, and I may really, really end up liking it. Um, but right now, I'm like, this is good. I'm enjoying it. Nothing about it is like thrilling.
1: Did any of your characters die yet? Not yet. We're doing right. pretty good. All right.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the other one on this list uh, that's also a big game, but not one that I want to talk about that much because I haven't played any of the single player yet. That's Call of Duty. Oh, you got it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. So I got it because I wanted to see it through. I read enough about it where I was like, okay, I, I got to see it for myself. I want to see that single player story other things have been out outer worlds came out same day right yeah so i i've been really w- this game for me has been hey i want to play an hour of multiplayer or something let me jump in and play mm-hmm. it feels great to play all the gu- like they really upped the impact of the of the weaponry in a in a way that like rainbow six siege or counter strike feels impactful with each shot you know what i mean like you feel it yeah yeah. and it's really good and i like it a lot um but no story mode yet haven't touched the story mode that's why this isn't one that i'm like all right i really want to talk about it because i need to see that story through and then we'll really dig into it here Mm -hmm. um but i just wanted to mention that i have been playing it i played maybe about five or six hours of online throughout the past couple weeks um it's fun to play i really enjoy it that's about all I have to say about it right now. Because it seems like
1: it's being story. It seems like Call of Duty lately, at least, has been really trying to up their, you know, narrative
0: games. Yes. This game in particular, they are citing like a lot of Catherine Biglow stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they want to be the Hurt Locker. They want to be Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, I haven't touched it, the single player i've read and i've read about it you know i haven't spoiled myself on it but i've read enough about like what it's going for and so i want to jump in and see see for myself what it's all about cool um so once once that happens we'll sit down and talk about probably on well i don't know maybe (laughs) maybe not on the next episode but the one after we'll see um definitely before game of the year so awesome man yeah Is this oh sorry i was just gonna say that's call of duty modern warfare
1: um are we on to our big big three now
0: i think so now i just wanted to ask one
1: question yeah i didn't play it i was just curious if you heard anything about it because it was a game that i was following and i just didn't get around to it after party
0: yeah i have it downloaded okay it's on game pass okay so i have it downloaded ready to go mm-hmm. again too many big things going on right now yeah. that are taking up a lot of my time um my goal i have i have like a road map <laughs> in my head i want to finish death stranding i want to finish outer wilds or outer worlds and I wanna finish Fall in Order mm-hmm. before we do game of the year. And then I'll have like a week or two of like cleanup where I can do after party. Right. I, I have a couple of games on that list where I'm like, oh, I want to touch that. I want yeah. to do this. I'm also really nervous because a game called Phoenix Point. Have you heard of this? No. It's by the guy that made the original XCOM games. Oh, dude, you'd love that. He's making a game. He made a new studio. They're making a game. That's your that's got your It's name coming out, out first it. week of December. And that just seems mean <laughs> to me. <laughs>
1: Why this time Feels of year? Personally, I wish this was in summer. This is a personal for, attack.
0: All in summer. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, that might be. So Giant Bomb does a thing with their game of the year where they do, uh, like, for example, this year we would do 2019, 2019's 2018 game of the year. Where it's like either a game yeah. nobody played last year and then realized it was good, oh, like or yeah. or a game that we didn't get around we to. We didn't them. get around to because it was released late or whatever. Like th- 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 I think that's an interesting idea. We might have to steal that one. <laughs> all right, giant bomb. We'll give yeah. you we'll give you the credit. But we'll see. I mean, I, I, maybe I do end up getting to it. I don't know, or maybe it gets pushed. So many games. I have I no know. idea. Um. But yeah. Doom, all right. Doom got pushed. Thank God. Can yes. you imagine having so, to? <sighs> I mean, I really want to play that game, but shit, we have so many games right now. That would be next week. Oh my gosh, too much. There's <laughs> too much happening. All right. So there's two Outer World, Outer Worlds, and Death Stranding. You finish Outer Worlds. I finish Outer Worlds. I have played like 30 hours of Death Stranding. Okay. So like, we have a lot to dig into okay. in those games. Okay. So you want to just talk do about Star Wars? Wars first? Yeah, because because it came out last night. I haven't played it yet. We're recording this Friday morning, so obviously. Most normal people haven't played it yet. Uh, I I, play I played it, it at midnight <laughs> for about three hours. Um, so the game is Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order. I don't know why it's like that. It's not Star Wars colon Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> it's Star Wars Jedi. Star Wars Jedi. Is that or like Order. a new series? Star yeah, Wars Jedi. That's what I'm wondering. So <clears throat> this game. I started it up. And right away... Its inspirations are on its sleeve, no doubt about it. It's there's Just, not, it's, it's a Star Wars It's game? an uncharted uh, okay. uncharted opening sequence. Uncharted 15 minute sequence. It's what you would picture. They have a train that you're running through like it it feels like an uncharted game. You're Nathan Drake. Cool. Really cool. As you get to into the combat, they do a good job tutorializing you. They you know, they they walk you through how to do everything. It's other inspiration is very clear. Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro. That's what I heard. So, each enemy has a stamina meter. Human enemies have stamina meters. Uh, Creature enemies don't. So, the enemy stamina meter can be whittled down by regular attacks, similar to Sekiro. Mm -hmm. Or, you can parry it at the right time, and then you can do like a one-hit kill on a lot of enemies. Again, similar to Sekiro. Some of the enemies, some of the bigger types uh, will not die from one parry and then hit. So you might get like parry slash slash with your lightsaber and it'll be down to like half health and then you got to do it again, right? You have SS Flash equivalents. You start with two of them. Um, your little droid spits it out, grab it, you know, inject yourself and you heal. You have meditation points. That you rest at and your options are spend skill points and there's a skill tree so unlike dark souls it's not attributes okay it's a specific skill tree so maybe more like Sekro. um you get like the force path the defense path or the lightsaber path.
1: whoa so you could do a game full force just use the force
0: so obviously so you have the basics of everything mm-hmm. And then you're specking in certain directions. Okay. So if you want to do force, it's like, all right, you get, a, a, you get this upgrade. You get an extra little bar of force power. Go, and then your next one is your force slow lasts an extra few seconds or something. Um, so your other option at that meditation point is to rest. If you rest, you regain all your healing items. You, reg- you regain all your health and all the enemies respawn it's 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 one of those it's a souls game and i actually really don't mind that it's like aping so much because it seems really really good um it's fluid it's fun to play um the storytelling and the characters are awesome so far again i played about three hours i've gone to three different planets i've heard there are about five or six planets um, the final inspiration is Metroid, and I and I'm not just saying like a lot of people say, oh, it's like Metroid where you need to get certain abilities to go somewhere. It's so Metroid that it has a 3D Metroid Prime style map where you can move it to see the different doors and oh, different things. Oh wow!
1: So you got to go to you know, but also is it where you got to go to a planet yes. get something yes. to go back? So to the, okay. so what's
0: happening is I w- here's a perfect example. You start so after the whole prologue thing, you go to a planet and it's like your hub world planet. Mm -hmm. Basically you go there. There's a bunch of things to explore. It's very, um, it's nonlinear in the way that it'll be like, Ooh, there's two different paths. Which way do I go? And they'll lead you in totally different directions. But eventually like you'll open shortcuts, dark Souls style that will get you back to that main path to go forward. Um, that After you do that that little hub world, so you haven't seen – you've seen maybe 50% of that hub world when, when it's time to move on. I went to the next planet. So there's one that's like, hey, here's your main objective, but you can also go to this other planet. I went to the other planet, got like 20% through because it tells you on like the little uh, map thing what <clears throat> percentage you've explored of the planet. So I think I'm like 20% through one, this one planet, and I got to a spot that you obviously need like a double jump or something for – I don't have it yet. I turned around, got back on the ship, went to the other world, and I've been exploring that world. So I, I assume I'm going to get some sort of ability there. They go back. Like it, it's that. It really is that. Are you um, loving it though? Yes, I am loving it. And and the interesting thing is like I'm loving it more than I thought I would. Oh, like wow. Because what I mean by that is like it's not a perfect combat system like a dark souls game is like it's not but it's everything about it is like pretty good like there's not like it's not as good of an uncharted game as uncharted it's not as good of a of a dark souls game as dark souls the thing that i think it does better than a lot of games is its characters and animation Mm -hmm. and the like sense of like it's it is Star Wars. Like it feels like a Star Wars property in the way that the characters are interesting and the locales are very interesting and beautiful and like different, and the enemies are very different. Like that stuff is where it shines. And that's the stuff that like, as you're completing things, you're just like have a smile on your face because you're like, man, look at this! Like this is so cool! Like it's just really a neat game, and I, I love it.
1: And it's all canon, if I'm correct, yes. right? Everything that happens. So this is-, is this
0: is five, four or five years after Order sixty six. So if if you know what that means, that's when after Episode three. Okay, so it's before all, all the Skywalker, Jedi. Okay, so it's before Rogue One. Okay, gotcha. because it's it's. After all the Jedi were like exterminated, right? Okay. Like that's the whole idea. Order 66 is where he went and killed and and killed all the Jedi. Right. Gotcha. So you're a Jedi that was, that was the apprentice of like a, you know, really higher up Jedi that was killed. You assume I actually haven't seen it yet, but you're, you're just seeing flashbacks. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't seem like he's alive. Um, and they just do a lot of cool things it it feels like a like a spider-man or arkham in the presentation Mm. and like it's i think spider-man's the best the best analog because as you're moving through this world and you're seeing different things pop off and you're like coming across people and being like surprised oh my god look like it's that style of Hey, this is a cool action game. That's like just fun yeah, yeah, to yeah. get around and do stuff, you know? So, I I'm feeling like if the story ends up being a really great Star Wars story, then this is this is no longer a like I would say Spider-Man is like, "Hey, this is a great game, but it's not anything like too amazing." Like if this if the story ends up being as good as I think it might be, like this could Separate itself from the pack of oh, those wow. type of games okay. and actually be like a, a really amazing right. game. You know what I mean?
1: But I see what you're saying because I felt that way with Spider-Man. Where it's like, man, I, like Spider-Man was one of my top ten yeah. games too. But it was just like, hey, it's just a lot of fun. You're playing Spider-Man. Yeah. Like that's yeah. cool.
0: Like, yeah. and I, I enjoy that. And that's the feeling you get in this game. But then you see cutscenes and you see how well, how like well realized everything is. Mm-hmm. And like the care they put into everything, that I'm I'm hopeful that their story is going to be more impactful than the Spider-Man story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. I, I I don't mean to just compare one to one like that, but I, I,
1: right. But you know what? Because I, I it makes sense though because you know Spider-Man has a property, right? I mean, as a Spider-Man fan or a superhero fan, it's exciting because here's a well-known property, and like it's fun mm-hmm. to be able to inhabit mm-hmm. that world. And oh, I'm playing a Spider-Man, so you know now I'm playing. Oh, I get look to, at this enemy. I get to have a lightsaber. At, yeah. Like that's awesome! I get to use a lightsaber and fight enemies. Yes. But if right i feel like part of it is that's part of for me the appeal you know as a game was like oh, wow, star wars game that's awesome mm-hmm. but then you're right to separate it as a game where it's like yes. imagine it wasn't star wars it was yes. this new thing and i actually that...
0: have I have high hopes that cool yeah well i want to get seen. to it for sure and How i you? just like little attention to detail stuff i just love the way your little droid bd1 moves around and like climbs on your shoulder and like he'll like run out to go scan something like gorgeous game mm. animation is amazing like when you're seeing this has like the least uncanny valley and i don't know if it's because you're dealing with a lot of non-human people but like when the characters are acting in cutscenes they're believable in the way that like a ratchet and clank like animation is like oh man like look at how great this looks yeah 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 that's what it feels mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like a, you know, a, a self-serious story where, like, everything, like, someone's lips moves weird and then you're, like, taken out of it. Right. Like, this just feels really good cool. to be in, you know. Uh, I love the exploration. I came across an optional boss. I stumbled into them. Guy with a health bar named Enemy. It was, like, a Dark Souls optional boss. Um and it's just cool man like it's just really fun to to see that is it thing. open world like is it so each each world you each can go planet you go to you can go wherever i know that's you're, i know
1: that's that's a loaded term i, I just mean like can you yeah it's, it's definitely it's,
0: not open world like there are no side quests okay there are no quest but you can givers. explore you can okay but you explore in a dark souls way okay you know Thank what i mean you. gotcha like you're walking around an environment and then you Except for in this case, it's Metroid-gated, so like you'll come across a door. Can't get in. So you literally come across doors that'll say, this door is locked from the other side, which is a Dark Souls thing, Mm -hmm. obviously. But you'll also come across a double-jump thing, or a a thing you need to force-push down, and you don't have force-push yet. And on your map, this is a really cool thing, similar to what Resident Evil did earlier in the year. On your map, a door will be green, yellow, or red. A green door means you've already been through it. A yellow door means you haven't been through it, but you can get through it. Mm. A red door means you don't have the ability to get through it yet. Okay, and it's really smartly done, mm-hmm. and and it's it's kind of goofy, like pulling up your map, and it's like very video gamey, but it's really good. You know what I mean? Like it's this really is helpful. Awesome. I, yeah. I can't wait to to get on this. I think you're gonna love it. Yeah, I, I think it's a really well done game. My only qualm. Okay. Is that I hear bad things about the technical aspect of this game?
1: What are you playing it on?
0: I'm playing on PC. That's why I, I, I have not personally seen any frame rate issues or any any jank. I haven't seen really anything. I haven't had a bug, I haven't had anything. so I don't I can't really speak to that. I've mm-hmm. played three hours. I've read a lot about this game this morning, and people are really saying that it's really seriously bad. Now you played Control on console when it came out, too, yeah right? PS4, and I had a lot of issues as well. I think it might be comparable to that,
1: but it didn't see. But that's the thing; Control was so intriguing and so unique to me that like that stuff. I've never, I've never been the guy that's been like, oh, is you know, does mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. run well? Does mm-hmm. this look good? Like that doesn't bother me as much as it does other right. people. Um, but you know, Control was intriguing. You know, and there was moments where I played Control and the game would just freeze. And I'd be in the middle of something and then I gotta, you know, I have to shut down my PlayStation just to and restart it again. It, yeah. So that, you know, but that doesn't
0: take away my love of right the game. I'm afraid that it might be a similar experience to you. And my only concern with this and that aspect mm-hmm. is the fluid nature of your mobility and then going in and out of cutscenes smoothly. If it's hitching up and doing stuff, it might take away some of the like awe that I'm experiencing. You know what I
1: mean? Like if that, so like if that happened, that stuff, if that those sort of glitches and those sort of game crashes happen during like a Dark Souls, yeah, I'd be very like frustrated, right? You know, because mm-hmm. like I mean,
0: you're you're in the middle of. So again, I have I haven't you're had a sixty five bucks for nothing. I haven't had a single bug, crash, yeah, stutter, nothing. My game has run great the entire time. I've I've had no issues. Mm-hmm. I I have heard other things, so I just wanted to mention it. Uh, it hasn't been my experience, but it is something that I've that I've read about. Cool. So, well, that not, well, not is, cool, but we appreciate that. That is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. All right. And I am excited to continue that game. I'm excited to play that game. So let's talk about Outer Worlds, Dan. Mm-hmm. I know you finished it. You said I finished it. I played about eight or nine hours. Okay. Okay. I did... I'll tell you exactly where I am. Okay. I did everything on the first planet. It's called... Like, Groundbreaker? Uh, Groundbreaker, yes. Okay. Did everything there. Okay. Everything. Then I went to Rosewater. Okay. And I'm um, most of the way through that. Okay, gotcha. And that's where I am. Gotcha. Yeah. So I know I have a ways to go. Yeah.
1: But... But it depends how many side quests you do and how much... Yeah, and I I'm
0: always... So we're we're going to talk about this game and I'm so we're going to talk about this game in general but the thing that I want to say right off the bat is I really enjoy this game. I like the writing. The second Death Stranding came out. I realized that there's a reason why I'm playing Outer Worlds 20 minutes at a time and then being like, "All right, I think I'm going to I'm going to go do something else." Compared to Death Stranding, where I get stuck there for hours playing that game, and and I don't want to jump too much into Death Training now, but I just want to mention that because that that has been my experience with that or Wild so or the Outer Worlds so far, and I don't have much to complain about having what I, what I've seen, it's just not grabbing me, and and now I'll let you talk more because you finished the game. So
1: but, it's so funny that you said that. So I made sure that I finished Outer Worlds before Death Training because I knew that. That's Stranding was just going to take over, mm-hmm. like, like everything. And and I've realized, so every point that you're making, I totally agree with. But, I, you know, so this game, you know, talking about, you know, Jedi wearing its heart on his sleeve, this game, obviously, it was made by some of the developers of the first yeah. Fallouts and Fallout New Vegas, mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it has that DNA of even games that I loved 10 years ago, Fallout 3 and yep. Oblivion and Skyrim. I think I just realized that I don't, not that I don't like those games anymore, but they're just not my style of game yeah. anymore. I you know I, maybe I don't know what that says about me, but I feel like I'm more of like a a linear story guy now, and just the you know just the way that having all these okay, I need to go work on all these people's relationships. I need to go make money so that I can do this, and then okay we gotta mm-hmm. go to this point. It just that sort of thing doesn't grab me. Anymore and I don't know if that's just because you know my life's changed, you know I got my mm-hmm. own relationships and friends in school mm-hmm. and work to worry about I I just But um, I really really enjoyed uh the outer worlds Um, I think I took me maybe 35 mm-hmm. Hours to to beat the whole thing and I did a bunch of side quests mm-hmm. Um, I really really liked the characters. I think mm-hmm. all the characters that you come across Um, very intriguing. Um, very interesting. The writing was good mm-hmm. Um, I liked the permutations. I my but issue with my first the first world um i don't know how you played out the first world
0: we can talk we can spoil that first world because yeah that's okay it, it's literally like an hour or two but okay you're done with that world it's, it's not bad all right so full-on spoiler yeah, we'll talk okay. completely about that first world just so you guys know
1: okay so this was maybe my favorite part of the whole game and then noth- really and then nothing else oh, lived no. up to that okay. so you go to this place called edgewater yeah and it's this uh it's like a fish cannery town it's yeah. run by this guy he's just a real dirtbag mm. you know he treats his workers like crap but you know it's all for the benefit of you know the community and mm. you know he makes this amazing product but yeah, this product is making everyone sick it's just a really really bad situation mm. so there was a group of people outside the town that used to work in the town yeah and they they're kind of like a like a hippie commune Mm -hmm. they you know they they grow their own herbs and everything like that but they're butting heads with edgewater Mm -hmm. so you have a choice where you have to uh take a power source
0: yeah so in order to power your ship to get off the planet you need to
1: either take it away from edgewater the corrupt city Mm -hmm. or i forget the name of the uh, the commune or take the power away from the commune Mm -hmm. right so here i am i'm like man like i really like this commune is awesome like they're super nice to each other that you know they help each other out i don't like this dirt bag who's running this town you know i don't want him to you know to get get his way and, and take more advantage mm-hmm. of his his population so i have parvati as my uh my companion parvati parvati did i say it wrong that's all right parvati so i go to um the main hub where i have to, i have a choice who are you going to take the power away from Mm -hmm. so i already have it in my head i'm going to make sure that you know the hippie commune gets their power Mm -hmm. and as i'm about to do that my companion turns and says hey like listen like i know edgewater's a bad you know place we really i know i really don't like the guy who runs it Mm -hmm. but you know there's a lot of good people who live in that town and you know i really don't think that you should you know she just gave a very convincing compelling Mm -hmm. argument Mm -hmm. You know, she said maybe, you know, you could talk to the the commune and maybe have, you know, work something out. So I go, "All right, maybe I'll make sure that the people in Edgewater are okay and then I'll talk to the people in the commune and maybe we can get something to get worked out." Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I give the power to to Edgewater. Still like, "Oh man, that's such a gray area. What do you do?" So I go to the commune and I talk to the the head there. I forget her name too. It's now all escaping me. But um <laughs> You know, she's angry at me. She's like, how dare you do this? You know, you're know you taking know our life source away. You're just leaving us here to die. So I'm like, how am I going to figure this out? So I made it so that I went back to Edgewater. I talked to the head guy there, mm-hmm. and I convinced him to leave and put the woman who was in head of the commune in charge of Edgewater. Mm-hmm. And she did, and the bad guy left. The, the good guy came in. She took care of the town. She, everybody was fed. Everybody was healthy again. And everything was amazing. And I really, really liked that permutation. How, mm-hmm. like, at first I was like, man, am I doing the right thing? Is one person going to be destitute? But mm-hmm. being able to converse and uh, persuade people enough to create a situation that benefits everybody. Like, I really like that. That, to me, is, like, right. an interesting. It is interesting. Have you gone back? Yeah. And Edgewater was amazing. Like are doing good. Everybody was. So there was a whole sick ward <clears throat> once that woman came to power. Everybody was healthy again. What are they canning now? There's no canning. It's all just growing. Uh, uh, it's all just they're farming. They're farming, growing herbs, everything like that. Everybody's healthy. The whole town was, you know, thriving. That's great. So that was awesome. So I really liked how, you know, at first you're given like a black and white decision.
0: So what did the guy say? But you what were able boss, to work in the gray. What did the boss say when you went? Over to him and was like, "Hey." So at
1: first, like you had to just do a lot of convincing. So I made sure I wanted to play this game as you know, as little combat as possible. I'm yeah. just going to try to persuade, intimidate, or yeah. lie my way through everything mm. and just build certain situations. So my first thing I did when I got skill points was just you know, persuade, persuade, persuade. Right. I did the same thing. Um. So yeah, at first he was totally against it. He was like, "No, I'm not gonna." You know, this town needs me. This is everything. And I was just able to persuade him enough to leave, and he voluntarily left and she, the head of the commune came to power and
0: so the interesting thing for me so that that town yeah edgewater uh-huh. is like this hyper capitalist state where like everyone's working for the company everyone's like literal property of the company there's mm-hmm. there's a little side thing that where someone says like oh you know so-and-so committed suicide and technically that's damaged the company company property so he owes a ton of money like whatever so it's 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 going for obviously cartoonish hyper-capitalism, but it's it's saying something obviously, right. right? The problem that I had was I did almost the exact opposite where I gave power to the commune. Okay. And then I went and talked to her and I said, hey, everything's going to be all right, right? Like you're going to let these abandoned people, whatever, come into town. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, we know we, the more the merrier, like we need hands, whatever. I was like, great. I went over, the guy was pissed. He, I convinced him to not have his guard shoot me, or whatever, and <clears throat> I left. I go back to the commune hours later, and it turns out she just like closed her doors to everybody, and was like, you, we don't have space for everyone, like blah, 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 whatever. Whoa. Yeah, and it, I felt really bad about it, my choice. And it's, the interesting thing is, so when you talk about a game, <clears throat> I think about similar things when I, th- when I think about Disco Elysium, right? We talk about a game that wants you to have the freedom of different choices. Mm-hmm. Usually they skew towards a certain, as their own mental, it's, or it, this is the altruistic, this is the actual right way to play, right? right? So I'm interested in what that must say about what these people are thinking if... Me powering the commune, and then her saying to me that she's gonna let people in, and then not, and then not letting people in. I'm kind of like, what? Are, like, are we that cynical? Wow. <laughs> like, is that what's happening? Here? That's so interesting. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't. So I would not have expected that I could go get rid of reese or whatever his name is isn't it reese oh reese yeah yeah like i wouldn't have thought that i could go there after i provided him with power and yeah. say hey uh why don't you step down and we'll let uh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: let this person in grace no. great was that her name i don't know grace i don't know i don't know, I don't know. she had gray These are just coming to me yeah i don't know maybe <laughs> but um yeah no but
0: it was it was thanks to my companion she's because basically parvati said to me same thing she said the same thing okay yeah but how'd you respond to Pavardi? so i just didn't agree with her like i was kind of like yeah i get what you're saying but we need to break down <laughs> the structure <laughs> yeah. in order to rebuild it like i'm not gonna allow them because in my head i was like if i provide them with the power right they're just gonna keep they're gonna they can they're say whatever they the, want but they're gonna, but keep, they're gonna, the gonna system, keep the status yeah. quo going and i remember being like I appreciate what you're saying you're speaking more from your personal emotions than actual, you know, radicalism that needs to happen. Right. So I was, I turned it, and she's like, "Man, that was a tough choice, but you know, I'm sure you did the right thing for you, you know, whatever." And then it turns out I'm supposed to feel bad about what I did. Like, it's crazy. Yeah,
1: well, see, like I said, it all worked
0: out for me perfectly. Like, I really just,
1: like, the the best situation possible. Like, yeah. we got rid of this dirt bag. Yeah. And everybody was healthy. So, I
0: also realized that he... So, he, he has, like, the dirt bag nature of, like, a local, like, congressman or something. Yeah. Where, like, he doesn't really have a lot of power. No, but he's, like, the... But he... But the, he, the face of exactly saltuna
1: was it
0: yeah saltuna but but what he really has is nothing mm-hmm. he, he just has the power over the immediate people there right if if his higher up said hey you're, you're closed that's it then he would just leave mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. so i didn't necessarily think that he himself was this evil you know whatever not that i'm like sympathizing with him but i'm saying like I wouldn't have been like, "Hey, we got to take down this leader," because guess what? They're just gonna send another guy just like him to take his spot. Yeah, you know no. I mean? Once, once. So we, that's why I'm interested in. Yeah. So did they? Was there any dialogue about like did uh, Spacer's choice like cut off? So I don't
1: want to spoil the ending. Yeah. So don't,
0: don't spoil that. But let, let me talk then because I haven't seen it. Okay. What I'll say is, what I would assume would happen is. If I did that and sent that commune leader to take over that town, I would have thought that Spacer's Choice would kind of abandon it. Whoever gets left behind, this is what I would think, whoever gets left behind makes the choice of, okay, either I go with Reese to go do whatever Spacer's Choice wants from there, Uh or I'm going to live at this commune as a hippie now and and abandon my post as a spacer's choice employee that's what i would assume i cannot envision spacer's choice being okay with this new style of agriculture i'll have you know edgewater
1: i beat the game edgewater is great <laughs> Edgewater's doing better than that's why ever. I'm, I'm they s- ended in a very uh new vegas way i'll put it yeah. this way where they okay. should i don't think this is a spoiler or anything they ended new vegas way where like you get like a snapshot of each town and each person that you've come across, and it yeah, gives you a little yeah. epilogue on how they, you know, how they're doing, how the town's doing. Apparently, I'm just so smart; I made the best I guess choice so. possible. I <laughs> <guess so. laughs> well, yeah, I guess it was a, you know, utilitarian choice. It was the way to benefit the most number of people. Yes. Um, but you're right. I mean, I guess I I don't know what my my line of th- my line of thinking was. I'm gonna listen to Pravati because she
0: probably knows better she, than me. She because she here. worked yeah. with him. Yeah.
1: So maybe together we can convince him to because the way that this game was sold to me, and why I was so excited for it was that you could play this game purely persu and you yeah. can't to the craziest extent. But you know, this is a game where you can talk your way out of anything. So yeah. I said, huh. This, that sounds awesome. I should be able to, because that was my biggest gripe with like a Skyrim or Oblivion, right? Like I hated how I just had to go kill everything just to like, you know, change something. So I was like, oh, I'm really excited to play a game where I can persuade my way through things. And it worked in this case. But so to bring it full circle, to me, that was my favorite mission of the entire game. That was the most interesting mission my my opinion of the entire well, the way game. it
0: turned out for you, I would agree. I, I my resolution didn't feel as satisfying, so the choice in retrospect didn't feel as mm-hmm. as interesting. Gotcha. Y- y- it sounds very interesting. So the there's other there's
1: other towns that you go to. You're in one right now where yeah. there's and it's it becomes a side quest where there's two factions you know fighting against mm-hmm. each other. There's two mm-hmm. guys they were friends and now you know, mm-hmm. um, and there's a way to resolve. Yeah, Vit. There's a way to choose just one side yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I don't know. I, I, the The first, the first, for me, that was like the selling point of the game. The and high watermark. Everything, yeah, that was like the you know everything. Other than that, just seemed more. Um, and it was good. And I enjoyed my time with Outer Worlds. Variations just, on a theme. It became very oh okay. We're doing the same thing yeah. again and again and again. Yeah. And all the side quests became that way too, where you make friends with companions. And then they each have something
0: that they want from you. Yeah, and you do it. How have you have you felt about those in general? Are the side quests and how they resolve interesting for the for the companions?
1: So again, I think this says more about me as my taste in video games. Now, um, ten years ago, I would have loved like that stuff. I was like, oh man, yeah, like no problem. Like Pravati, like uh, she has feelings for um, oh, I forget Junay, June. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so there's a whole quest line where, you know, you're getting things, you know, you're talking to her, you know, how, how, how do you ask her out on a date? Yeah. Um, you know, oh, you want some, you know, cookies to, to bring on a date and stuff like that. So there's like that stuff and like, it's fun and I, and I enjoyed it and I, you know, it, it feels good, you know, to, okay, I'd be happy to help my companions. Um, but it also like kind of felt like a little filler ish mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. there's another quest too. um, you meet every companion has a quest line where it just, Okay, can we go talk to this person? Yeah. Okay, that go talk to them back at the ship. Okay, now can we do this? Right. And then go back to the person. It just it kind of felt more filler
0: than it did. It's very old school game design. It yeah. actually is like a computer RPG game design. Mm-hmm. That that's where their the bread and butter is that's yeah. the original Fallout. So the reason that this game was more interesting to me after being not thrilled with Fallout Four is the smaller scope. So yeah, there's a lot to do. You said it took you 35 hours, mm-hmm. but you did like everything mm-hmm. and it took you 35 hours. Right. If you did everything in one of those other games, it'd be a hundred something hours mm-hmm. because it's not these big sprawling world. Each world that you go to right, has a... is pretty tight. Yeah. Like you can walk from one end to the other in about five minutes real time. Right. You know what I mean? In the biggest planets. Mm-hmm. So that is like a big time selling point for me in a lot of ways. I just wish that it was grabbing me more and I, I can't really put my finger on exactly why it's not because the pitch of, Hey, this is mass effect meets fallout is a great pitch, you know, and all the writing's good. And it, and that's the thing
1: too. The writing is really good. The characters are really believable. Pavarti's yeah. amazing. Like I love her character. She's my favorite companion. She was the one that yeah. I had from the beginning, and she was with me through every mission. Yeah. Um. I love her dialogue. I love and I love her personal quest and, and stuff like that. Like I just it's a lot of fun and it's really good. The writing. I think the good.
0: acting is good too. The acting is great. Acting is
1: really great. It's a really good game. Yeah. And that's how like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's yeah, a really yeah. good game, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. Um. Like I said, I got to the end, the, I don't know, it was just, it kind of went from, you know, all the way up to, you know, as high as it could go, I'm like, awesome, and it just slowly, like, left me wanting to get back to that, mm-hmm. that high. Um, getting to the end, the ending itself seemed very anticlimactic, because there was there was never, so who's uh, who's the, I, I'm just drawing a blank who's the guy that wakes you up from the phineas phineas thank you i was gonna say phyllis phineas <laughs> <laughs> thank My you man phyllis so phineas there's a i don't think it's a spoiler there's you can either choose to help him
0: yeah so right away right away mm-hmm. you can turn phineas in right and that opens up a whole new yeah. quest line
1: so i went the quest line where you help him yes and there wasn't really any twists and turns. It kind of all went the way that you'd expect okay. the game to go and the story to go. And I know that's a bad thing. But, you know, there was, there was never any of the moments where, like, something really weird happened or something really satisfying happened. It just was kind of, again, it just kind of felt filler, but not terribly. It was a good game. And that's kind of my, you know, my piece on it. Like, I really enjoyed my time with it. I just... Maybe 10 years ago, I would have loved this game. This would have been my favorite game ever. Um, I just think, you know, in a time where a lot of games are just mimics of other games and it just kind of seems kind of oversaturated with just, you know, okay, let's just throw in a bunch of quests. Let's, you know, here, okay, more, here's more story, here's more characters. It wasn't... You said it yourself, grabbing enough for me to be like, oh, this is one of the best games of the year, let alone best games of all time. Right. But it was a good game, and I, I, I enjoyed my time with it. All right,
0: cool. I'm, I'm definitely going to finish it. Um, like I said, once that stranding came out, I put this game down, and I haven't had the motivation to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's jump right into it. Okay, let's talk about before, the game. Before we get too far into it, wh- how many hours do you think you're in? Um, not, uh, not, not crazy, man. Maybe 10, 12 are you in chapter three yet?
1: No, I'm right at the you t- You're on the last quest
0: of chapter two. Two okay. long, man. So something I'm gonna tell you people out there, if you have not started this game yet, don't do side things in chapter two. Oh, <laughs> get, <laughs> that's all I'm doing. Get to chapter three as fast as you can. Like do all the main stuff, get to chapter three, because once you get to chapter three, this game becomes a really fucking fun awesome game and it's we there's a lot to talk about with this game and we will talk about it but right off the bat I'm going to tell you I love this game and not for the reasons I thought I was going to love this game okay i th- i was going into it for a kojima story that I was like, let me just... I'll get through the boring gameplay and, and play the, the story and whatever. And it's totally the opposite. I love the actual moment to moment is something so satisfying about bringing packages to these different places. And once you get to chapter three, I'm going to talk to you about what it is. And it's not spoilers because it's mechanical things. Mm-hmm. You're building infrastructure. So you're actually... Putting in materials into these auto pavers, which build roads that allow you to travel, traverse the land more easily. Okay,
1: Like I built a few bridges already, and
0: these are like full on. You you put your things into auto pavers, and it builds a stretch of road. And then the next auto paver, you put your materials in, and it builds the next stretch of road. Other places, I'm jumping ahead here, but I just want you to know, like the gameplay loop for me is so fun and satisfying. And, like, there's so many, like, there's so many tense moments of, like, I have too much stuff on. I got to cross this water. My stamina is running out. But, like, it sounds so silly and it sounds so monotonous. But I love it. Like, I absolutely love it. I think it is awesome. And the stuff that I don't like is that Kojima is not a good writer at all. I know. Isn't that weird, too? Like, it's... But the reason, and and we're going to go back and talk from the beginning of this game, but... There's a lot to talk about with this game. The thing that I'll say is Kojima is a great world builder. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. He's an ideas man. Whoever lets him write is wrong about what they're doing because... I feel like he's like an M. Night Shalaman. It it could could be. (laughs) I really just genuinely think, let him come up with ideas... And then let somebody that's good at writing, like, say, "Oh, I love that. Let me let me take that idea and run with it." Because
1: Kojima and Naughty Dog, let's let's combine <laughs> exactly. That. But that's exactly yeah. it. Is
0: like make it. Uh, I, I we have stuff to talk about. Basically, <laughs> the beginning of the game. What I'm gonna say is, the premise of this game, if you haven't seen anything, is there was something called the Death Stranding. Which was the world of the dead to the world of the living, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens is these these BTs, as they're called, these beach things, which is what BT stands for, come through the world of the dead into the world of the living, and if they make contact, they're going with them. with a living person, a, you explode like a nuclear explosion. Mm-hmm. So. What happens is, so this manifests itself in dead people on earth at, before they get to the other side is when that explosion happens. So they do a really great job of setting it up. I think the first two hours of this game are actually like really interesting. Mm-hmm. pull you into the story. It's a lot of cutscenes, but it, sh- it gives you an idea of, okay, someone died. And we need to go to the incinerator and burn this body as soon as possible. Because once they get necrotic and start to go to the other side, there's going to be an explosion. It's going to kill us all. Right? So the setup is excellent. Oh, yeah. I love the way. The world that they created. The world they created. the, The, you know, silly, melodramatic tone. I love it. I love it. What I don't love is that the president's name is uh samantha america strand <laughs> that's that's the name your name is sam porter bridges and you work for a company called bridges that you did not create nor did your family oh you're like Die Hard man and uh, dead man and <sighs> and heart man <laughs> listen there's room for that it's in- kojima but here's what i'm gonna say there's room for that in the right story He's not trying to tell that story but he's anymore. He's trying to tell a serious... He's not trying to tell that story anymore. In Metal Gear, he It was, was great, trying yeah. to tell that Decoy story. Decoy Octopus. Because All right. that's the point of that. He's not doing that anymore. So now the question is, was he ever doing it on purpose? Or did <laughs> he, he, just he just happen <laughs> to make something <laughs> that was great really interesting? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just so strange to me because everything from... I, I've been like writing little notes about this game as I go. Um, the monster energy stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like just that's your fuel. That's your health.
1: That's like your so <laughs> your
0: canteen in in world. Your canteen as you fill it, the canteen transforms water into monster energy so that you can drink it to refill your stamina. <laughs> On top of that, whenever you're in these quote unquote private rooms, they're called. There's a huge can. There's just bunch. Like of, there's like six cans, and you can just drink them to fill up your energy. Uh, whenever you take a shower, or actually, whenever you poop, <laughs> Norman a, Reedus welcome, yeah, <laughs> Walking big, Dead. Like. It's not Walking Dead; it's a new show he has <laughs> on AMC called like Ride, <laughs> and it's like an advertisement for it. And it's like that shit is actually really funny yeah. if it was in the right game. Yeah. Like if he was actually making that game, I'm all for it.
1: Well, even like when you go to the mirror and you can do like silly faces and yeah. take pictures, so he, like he, like you know sticks his tongue out and you can take a picture. Like, and it's like. Here's your sunglasses. Change the color if you'd like. Like, it's
0: like silly stuff like that. But, the, but what he wants, and you know that if you know Kojima, you know, like I follow him on Twitter. What he loves is really serious, self-serious stories. Like he loves the Joker, mm-hmm. the movie, and he love like he wants. Isn't my 2001: Space Odyssey like his favorite movie ever? Like, but like he has this idea in his head that he's gonna create something like that. Mm-hmm. But then he has all the nonsense around and it's like, if you're doing it and you're pairing it with the right kind of story, that shit is awesome. Right.
1: That stuff in Metal Gear, like all, you know, when Johnny Sasaki, you know, has a bow movement, you know, that stuff it's, is like so great because, because it's, it's so, so
0: uh, it fits in with the cheesy the, yeah, action that, yeah. that's going on. You know what I mean? Right. This is what makes it, so I'm not going to talk specifics about story until we're deeper in and we do Game of the Year or if you get through it and we do a spoiler cast, whatever. Mm -hmm. But what I'm going to say is there are constantly things that he tries to do that are really dark or really unnerving and strange and he's just terrible at it. Like He cannot stick the landing at all. Mm -hmm. And it makes it obvious that he is a creep actually like it's obvious yeah so but with, we, but we, yeah, we knew so that, we knew that but what i'm saying is it matched what was going on right, right? in an action movie you would have that interaction with a woman like in metal gear solid 3 with with whatever her name was you know what i'm saying because that's an action movie like that's that's how it is so he's playing with the trope there or so we thought this is what i'm saying so i'm actually having like a this existential is who moment actually here is yeah. where
1: it's like Kajima's actually a dirtbag he's
0: actually a creep like yeah. he actually is and we'll get again i want to get into it at some point let's just say the character named mama mm-hmm. uh talks about her milk coming in a lot and it's like what are we doing yeah, exactly because much. like you have he has some sort like he's just like bearing all his weird like fantasies uh, yeah and- kinks and 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 you know psychological issues for the world to see and he thinks he's making some sort of art and and it just makes me angry because there are interesting things to the story mm-hmm. here and I'm not just saying like I said in the beginning he's a great world builder he's terrible at writing dialogue that is true throughout from the 30 hours i played but the his world building sometimes goes along with what the actual writing and the plot line is mm-hmm. and i like it so that's what's frustrating to it me. gets
1: clogged up every now and then there's
0: yeah and and it's like it's a game that i love and i will tell everyone that i love this game but it's a game that frustrates the shit out of me. The more I see of the of the actual of those moments, yeah, the more I am like, oh my God, what the fuck? And it sucks. It just sucks. So let me say the actual game, now that we're talking a little more, now that we've like kind of prefaced this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So my favorite part of the game, like I said, when you get into chapter three and you start to get different modes of transportation... You start to get different ways of sending things across. You're making these roads. Right. It's again about connections. So, the, yeah, he calls it a strand game because he, and this is where it shines, though. This is what I'm talking about, where his idea of, of the connections is awesome mm-hmm. because literally you, you see it now in chapter two. You see a path that you walked, and if more people walk that path, not only does there actually a footpath, like more people online walk that path. You get like a footpath, but it'll literally break down rocks on that path. Oh, yeah. Like, it's amazing. And it's I, such a smart idea. I love it. Also adding, you know, ladders
1: places or, you know... And ropes bridges later to, to and get like, down. Oh, I didn't put that there, but some player, you know, somewhere yes. else,
0: like, you know... And that shit is awesome. I love the and idea of just like... And yeah. it gets better and better as you go on because I'm telling you, when you get to like... The auto pavers where you're building roads Mm -hmm. and you all of a sudden you'll come to an auto paver and they take a lot of resources to get. So like you got to go in the mule camps and steal resources and go to your, you know, level up your relationship with the the different way stations Mm -hmm. so that you can borrow resources from them. When you're doing all that, it's a lot. It's a lot of resources it takes, but all of a sudden you'll stumble across and you like, all right, I need a lot for this. And then you'll see someone almost already finished it. Yeah like awesome like this is almost done because we're all working together to do this and it's so so cool that's the pitch i think that's
1: the talk about positive interaction like positive gameplay like that
0: stuff it's great where it's a plus it's great and when you pair that with the fact that i love the moments like there is something so satisfying. The way they trickle out the different upgrades and the different mm-hmm. new equipment you get. And, like, different, I'm telling you, different modes of transportation. Like, it's you're not always on roads. You get other things. You get, like, other ways to get around. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah,
1: and especially when the music kicks in. It's just you yeah. and the environment. Like, those <sighs> those moments. So good. It, it, it makes you realize that it's a whole different experience than what, you know, we're used to. It's definitely its own experience. But you're right. I think the
0: clogs. He couldn't help himself. Like, that is such a good idea for a game. And the thing about it is I like the pacing of it so far. Mm-hmm. If the what cut scenes were good, six. Six, okay. But the way the, the chapters work are so weird. I'll, I'll explain it to you. But the way the cut scenes are interspliced every once in a while and the way things happen and you're like, oh, I got to go do this now. It's very well paced. If the cutscenes were actually good, then I would be like beating it's the, the strums so yeah. hard because it's such a great experience mm-hmm. and it just gets more and more frustrating at the more I see of the story. Um I will say in typical Kokojima fashion, he does interesting things like you put your birthday in at the beginning of the game. So it was it was just my birthday yesterday, and then your birthday's coming up. Yeah. On my birthday, you know how you get the cutscenes with the BB when you plug it in. Oh with yeah, the Mads yeah. Mikkelsen. Mm-hmm. So he walks in. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil this because it's hilarious. He walks in and he's got flowers and he's looking at the BB and he's like, "Do you know what day it is today?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Is it Mama's birthday?" And he goes, "No." He goes, "BB, is it your birthday?" He goes, "No, but it is a very special day." And then literally, he picks up the camera like it's a fucking GoPro. That's been sitting inside this BB tank, and he picks it up and he walks across the room and he goes, "You think I forgot?" He's like, <laughs> "Happy birthday!" And he holds the flowers out to you. It's like that stuff, I love. Like, like that's so awesome. awesome. Like, <laughs> but it's like, man, like, why do we need these overwrought cutscenes that are trying to be so good and melodramatic, and they're so terrible, so terrible, and. All the visual design, all the sound design, the way everything looks, the way the people look, the way the environment, the monsters look. I love it all. Yeah. I love it all. It's literally just the actual dialogue that human beings are speaking to each other. Because the if you read the emails, they're well written. Oh, my gosh. Those are so good. But they're great. Why can't... This, who, who wrote those emails that should be writing the cutscenes? Because this this is what I'm saying. Like it's, it's a game I love and it most certainly will be on my top 10 of the year unless something happens in the last 15 hours that I don't expect. (laughs) But it's a game that should have been one of my
1: favorites. This (laughs) game. So yeah, this is a game that should have been maybe,
0: you know, it it should have been one of my favorite games ever. And it's frustrating because there's so much to love and there's just so much to dislike too. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean there's th- it, really the mama thing and there's something with Fragile that I'll Again, explain. that whole yeah, that whole freaking So the 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 I the difference is, honestly, the difference between this game and a lot of other Kojima games is that the female character there are a lot of female characters mm-hmm. and uh, they're actually good characters. Like they're not like Fragile is a good character. I know mm-hmm. her name's Fragile whatever but she runs fragile express it's her own company she's the head of the company like she's she's awesome until you learn about this whole thing that you haven't seen yet that's like it's not a bad idea it's just terribly written and my eyes rolled back into my head for 10 seconds when a certain line was delivered
1: it's like david cage where it's just like you're trying to be super self-serious and you're taking a very very serious you know you know a serious theme here that really affects real people and then you kind of play with it just because you think you're being edgy
0: yeah yeah exactly. It's that's exactly what it is it's exploitative and, and, and he has no idea how to do it he has no idea how to handle it with any grace at all and it's it's
1: but in a way and i don't know kojima personally but i wonder how much it is you know oh i'm gonna push the envelope, i'm gonna be exploitative you know i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna be edgy
0: and that that could be detrimental to a lot of people I think he wants so badly to be like a, a like. The guy should be. A, the guy wants to be a movie director I for sure. Know. His movies would be terrible. He though. wants to be Kubrick. <laughs> Do you know that? He wants to be Kubrick, but he doesn't know how to write. Yeah, no. <laughs> he doesn't. He has fantastic ideas. I, I keep saying it because I mean it. He has great ideas. Mm-hmm. This game is full of great ideas: game design ideas and world building ideas. Like actual, he is excellent at mm-hmm. that. If he had an actual writer that knew how to write dialogue that will come in and do that. I was talking to my friend Ozzy the other day and I was like, do you think when these actors come in, like the, Margaret Qualley mm-hmm. is, is mama, right? Mm-hmm. She was the daughter in, in Leftovers. Like, She's a great actress. The shit that he makes her say, like, does, he, does she not sit there and say, like, is this guy a fucking really? weirdo? Like, I'm not doing this. Like, why do they all love him? And I think I know why. Because he pitches them the big idea instead of the, here's my script. Hey, you're going to have to say this. You get what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, because it, it is a great idea. So when he comes to gamero del Toro and says, here's my idea for a game. And oh, man, this sounds it, amazing. Yeah. He's be like, I want in. That's amazing. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be groundbreaking.
1: And it is for that for the for the reasons it's it's groundbreaking for the reasons that you said you're absolutely right when it comes to world building when it comes to you know game design like that's really cool I've never I've never played a game like it yeah and I think you're absolutely right it's, see those those things bot those things bothered me with Metal Gear too yeah and you're right in Metal Gear it's like okay it's an action but still it bothers me because it's just like unnecessary it's so unnecessary i always
0: i always took it when when i was experiencing metal gear i always took it initially as a like a critiquing homage to an action movie genre where where he loves it but he has to show the shitty parts too because that's what it is it's the truth Mm -hmm. and so i always thought that and now that this game is yeah, out, no, he's actually I'm like, no, he's, he loves he's, it. He's That's, this is him. This is his. Yeah, uh, that was his whole ass. This he is was fantasy, us. Yeah, that was his whole entire ass. Uh, I just don't. <sighs> I know that stuff's really frustrating. It's frustrating, but and it is stuff like
1: that that holds back what a, a great game it could be. Yeah,
0: I still really love this game. It comes with a ton of qualifications, obviously, but I cannot emphasize overemphasize how satisfying this is. And there are some people... This this is how I would describe it. Ready? You hear a lot of people... This is a very divisive game. People love it. People hate it. Oh, yeah, of course. The people that hate it... To be expected from a game But what I'm going to say is the people that hate it, I think, don't find the gameplay satisfying or enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So then it's so much easier to say, and look at what a terrible writer he is. This game fucking sucks. So I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not arguing that. But for me, it's like... I love so many things about this game including the moment to moment gameplay that I I'm looking past the stuff I don't like. Right. And I'm not giving it a pass, but I'm able to say as a whole I really enjoy this game despite it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For sure. So I'm sure there are some people that that don't mind the the uh you know, looter narrative dissonance between you know the 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 game that they're that we're actually playing, and then the story he's trying to tell in the cutscenes. I mean, it's 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 like two different experiences, really. Um, but to, to some people, that's probably not a, an issue. Uh, I like I said, I I cannot imagine this is not going to be on my top ten games of the year. Um, but I still have quite a few hours to go. Yeah, um, it's a long I, game. I will say also, I I mentioned that I was on chapter six. The way that it works is like chapter two is like. I feel like I've been in chapter two. I feel like chapter two is like eight to 10 hours. Chapter three is like 15 to 20 hours. Oh, wow. And then chapter four is an hour. Chapter five is an hour. Chapter six. Okay.
1: So I feel like I've been in two for a long time. And part of me was
0: like, man, if this game is just this, I'm just kind of like. uh." Now, this is it is so important for me to say that to you. I wish the game would tell you this. Chapter two, while I was sold on it in that moment, I was sold on it with the expectation that things are going to advance and change. And they do. So what I'm saying is like mainline chapter two. And then when you're in chapter three, take your time, do everything. Because guess what? You can end up going back to that first area while you're in chapter three. Now you have all these new things at your your
1: disposal. I wonder how much though. Seriously, I mean, I'm still in it, you know... uh, I'm not. I want to. I want to see where where it goes. I wasn't planning on stopping, but yeah. I wonder how many people do get know, stuck yeah. in chapter two and just go like, "All right, this is the game." I think um, that's I'm a gonna, lot of people. I'm yeah. gonna go take it back to GameStop. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: Like, I, I think, especially because that last quest, I wants you to that. go from one corner to the other corner. Oh yeah. So it's it's a big ask. Well,
1: it's constantly going, go back, then, yeah. go back yeah. then go back, and then go back, then go back, and it's just, you know. So I I could see a lot of people giving up. At that point, yes, I mean, me too. That, you know, me too. I can see
0: it. I yeah i I have a lot of good things to say about this game. I think it does. It sets you up for um, stories to tell about your journeys, which I think is the crux of a game that is particularly suited to me. Like I love that shit. Mm-hmm. I I love Breath of the Wild. I love Outer Wilds. I love this. It has that same feeling of like. And then this happened, and I went here, and then there was a a BT, and thank God I had this somatic grenade, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like it takes you through this journey that isn't that main story. Right. So it's like it constantly feels like I'm putting up with the bullshit just to to enjoy the game that I really enjoy. Right. You know, and what I will say is it's not coincidental that chapter three has been by far my favorite, and it has the fewest amount of (laughs) cutscenes. uh but it is the majority of the game from what i understand so enjoy it while you're there there's a lot of upgrades and interesting Mm -hmm. new equipment you get and it's really cool man it's it's really really a cool thing um and when you pair in all the way uh all the online interactions with other people and stuff i love that stuff. i think it's so so cool Yeah. yeah
1: but freaking kojima
0: yep death stranding i i can't wait till i'm done and i can i can talk about it because i am i'm itching to talk about specifics but i'm also itching to see how it wraps up because mm-hmm. i know there's got to be a kojima time in that in the end you know there's got to be like three hours straight of cutscenes. Right? um it's kojima it's kojima
1: but hey yeah
0: all right thank you daniel Well, that's going to do it for the podcast. Um, Thanks, Dan, for being here. Thanks for having me, bud, as always. Got it. And thank you guys so much for listening. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, peace. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for watching and or listening. Just here to remind you that you can find us by searching for Circle Back Podcast or Circle Back Gaming on any of these podcast services Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, or Stitcher. By God, I'm out of breath because of all these podcast services, but you can find us anywhere there. Also, you can find us our video version on YouTube by searching Circle Back Podcast or Circle Back Gaming. Uh, and the rest of the videos we do. Thanks, guys.